welcome, welcome, welcome to Immune Dopeness, the podcast that brings you the randomness and ridiculousness that we observe in our everyday lives. I'm your host, E, and we got the rest of the crew. What up? What up? What's, What's going happening? on? What's up, what world? What y'all got going on? Shit. Same old, same old. Same song, different beat. Same toilet, different shit. Damn. Uh, same shit, different toilet. There they go. You know. A <laughs> little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Are your arms okay over there, Sean? Yeah, I'm tired. That's, that's tired, boss. <laughs> Get the <laughs> <to> swinging. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sean, what you tired for, Sean? What you got going well, on? I done took this little um, side gig working on a farm. I work on a farm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a cool experience. Um, it's a fully sustainable okay. farm. Um, I mean, I'm not lifting farm stuff. I'm kind of helping in the country store and helping with their corn maze, but it's been fun. It's been a very oh, wow. a different experience, something I never thought I would experience, um, but I'm, mm-hmm. glad I, I'm glad I did. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we got to branch out, do some different shit. You yeah. know, you never know what might pique our interest or... Um, where a certain avenue may lead to Yeah, I mean, it's been real cool. It's been real cool. I've learned a lot. And then tomorrow I'm going to learn how to do some more. That's good. That's shout awesome. Out, shout out to you for uh, stepping outside of your comfort zone and, and yeah. uh, creating some new boundaries. We'll I say it that way. I, they, got a, they got a pond with ducks that laugh at me. It's been, it's been great. <laughs> what the hell? I swear them tongues. I swear them ducks over there talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear them dogs are laughing at me. But that's all they right. They don't have no uh they don't have no parents or nothing over there uh calling you a motherfucker, do they? No, no, I haven't met them yet. Okay, okay. Okay. I don't do I don't do farms. When I was a kid, petting zoos were like the worst thing in the world. Like, you know how all kids like really like petting zoos? Yeah. I was the one that would run. Yeah, I I met that kid th- this weekend. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. See, well, you know, I never thought I'd be on a farm because I'm allergic to cattle and horses and grass hmm. <laughs> and stuff okay. you find on a farm. <laughs> so, you know, I stay, I stay medicated. I stay medicated. But it's been cool. It's been a very, very cool experience, something I never thought I would try. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Keep up, keep good. up, the, Keep up the good work. Keep us informed. Let us know how this thing plays out. I'll let you yeah, know. you need to um post some pictures on our social media of oh. you on the farm. Yeah, I don't know about that, but sh- you know we can try it. Eat what we got, baby. Well, in the spirit of election season, and we know tonight. Just so you know, tonight is the night com- um, that Kamala goes to battle with Pence. Mm. So we're pretty excited about that. I'm I'm gonna have a little debate party here. Hopefully they can so, have a have a sensible conversation and, and we can hash out some differences and, and get to actually see some some different points of view. But I digress. Continue. Well, I mean, honestly, I feel like he Pence is a bet Pence and Kamala are probably a better matchup because mm-hmm. Pence I, I'm not a fan, but he has common sense. Right. Believes what and he's, he's right. And he he's thoughtful and methodical about 
his ways. And I just told he's Sean still a earlier. Part of the, he's still a part of the circus, though. But I see. No, he yeah, is. I, he I, is. I, but yeah. what I'm saying is he's also an experienced debater. The only reason that Trump actually picked him was because he was an outsider. He needed somebody who was an insider. Right? Yeah. And he also needed somebody to balance his ignorance. He knows that he's yeah. an ignorant motherfucker. But... Okay. Well, yeah, I, know. I, I agree. The game I'm playing tonight that every time uh, uh, Miss Harris goes ahead and says something important and she's about to finish him. That's what I'm going to say every time she says something. I'm I know, that's him. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's the game I'm playing tonight. I we guess playing Mortal the Kombat dude, tonight? Uh, yeah, the little dude in the bottom of the screen that says, whoopsie! <laughs> 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 Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but what I wanted to get into today was I was doing a little research, right? Because I, with all of the, everything that's going on, all of the lies that are coming out and everything, I just got down, I went down this you rabbit hole. Lies that are coming out. Well, have been coming okay, out. Continue. I'm but sorry. Um, I, had to get that I went down this rabbit hole because once I start digging, I really can't stop. And right. it made me come to a couple of conclusions. And I'm going to make a statement after all this. But after, I mean, every chance the president gets, he mentions that he has done more for the African-American community than any other president since Abraham Lincoln who freed the slaves. Mm, yeah. Right? Very, very, very bigly. Very, very much. It's huge. Very, very, huge. Yeah. Yeah. But before I get into the details, I have a question for y'all. Do you feel like all or most or whatever, give your, your assessment of the Republican Party is racist? Yeah, I would definitely say a large majority. There's no... I'm going dis- to disagree. Oh. I disagree. Okay. You disagree? Okay. Why do you disagree? I because I, I just don't think they're all racist. I don't think that they're I don't I don't think that is the question, do I think the majority of the Republican Party is racist? You can change you can give your level. On a scale of one to ten, How one being not at all and ten being hell yeah. What would you say? I say it's about 65, 35, non-racist to racist. And he, and here's here's why I'm going to say that. I think we've entered a realm of people being party supporters versus being for what's right and for what's wrong. And I think sometimes, and, I, and it's crazy because I just had this conversation with Cam earlier this week. We were talking about politics. I forget even what he asked me. Um but it led me to explain to him how politics is fucked up because no matter who's in it or what position that they're in, the sh- the, the bottom line of it, the, the shit starts and finishes as a personal agenda. There's never no real interest in the quote unquote American people. Right. So, um, and and that's that's even when 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 Obama was in office, right? So. You know, people run for city council because they have their eye on, I don't know, being a superintendent. They run for superintendent because they have their eye on being a, a mayor, a mayor for a governor, a governor for a senator, a senator for Congress, Congress for president, whatever the case may be. There's always a personal p- career agenda, in my opinion, that supersedes the real reason why they're in office. And in saying that, that's the rationale for my question. I honestly think that people literally line up to play, quote unquote, the game for their own personal gain. Therefore, I, I think 
it lessens the percent of people that I truly think are ignorant enough to be racist in this 2020 America that we live in. I honestly believe that there are more good people out here than what's being portrayed to us. But it's we we are being mind fucked right now into believing otherwise. I I honestly believe that these ignorant ass racists. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not going to even give them a color, right? These ignorant ass racists. I honestly believe that people do not want a civil war right now. You know why? Because this ain't 1865. Okay. Okay. This this is this is 2020, and y'all see the memes, and you and you see the shirts, and you see the stickers, and you see the band. We are not our ancestors, and I yes. and, and we have on this part. I'm going to put a color on it. There's more white people siding with right and wrong, and being outspoken about it than there are white people who don't side with right and wrong but are being silent. And we had this right. conversation before. Their, their, their silence used to be complicit. And now people are not being fucking silent anymore. Shout mm-hmm. out to Britta. Right. Up, Britta? I, have a, I have a couple of other allies that we can shout out, but shout out to all the allies out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Shout, shout them all out. I just I shouted out Britta because that's our sister and she's been on, on the podcast before sharing her point of view. And she's actually um, providing boots on the ground for different venues for change. Yes. And she's making a difference. She really yeah. is. She just told me the other day that um, she <laughs> she had a Zoom call with her nieces and nephews and she was training them pretty much, giving them information about how to not be a racist. That's that's dope as fuck, because a lot of people don't feel like they need to. She said it, it. It goes unspoken. And sometimes you you not speaking on it is you being complicit in it. Like you literally the same way that we go out of our way to have conversations with our black and brown kids. Like our counterparts need to go out of their way to have those conversations. Don't take anything for face value or like don't don't take it as it just it's understood. No, it's not. Yeah. Well, I asked that. Hopefully what I said made sense. Sorry. No, it, it did. I asked that question for a reason. Because what I want to do is, first, let me ask you this. Have you, either of you heard of Lee Atwater? No. That name sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Okay. So Lee Atwater, he was a former campaign operative, um, I believe South Carolina, and a Republican National Committee chairman. And he pretty much wrote the book on the dirtiest of dirty political tricks that are out there. Um, he is, is this is this the guy that had like like he leaked all of the uh, controversial tactics of of uh, like the Republican Party or something? Maybe I I don't know if he was he did like that. an insider. He he was I mean he was the inside. I mean really he actually is the person that helped to get Ronald Reagan, George H W Bush, and George W Bush elected. Okay. 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 And I don't, do y'all remember? I know we were all alive. Y'all remember um, those racist ads that were used about Willie Horton in 1988? I don't. I don't either. Okay. So he used those those commercials to go against uh, Michael Dukakis. Okay. So this, I mean, he did all of that. I believe he died when he was 40 because he died in 1991 and it was a brain tumor. But let me, hold on, I have 
audio of that commercial that I'm talking about. Okay. First-degree murderers. Dukakis not only opposes the death penalty, he allowed first-degree murderers to have weekend passes from prison. One was Willie Horton, who murdered a boy in a robbery, stabbing him 19 times. Despite a life sentence, Horton received 10 weekend passes from prison. Horton fled, kidnapped a young couple, stabbing the man and repeatedly raping his girlfriend. Weekend prison passes. Dukakis on crime. So that was the audio of that commercial. Okay. Right? So the images were obviously a black man. Mm-hmm. And it was very controversial because, I mean, people were saying all day it was racist as hell, pretty much. Okay. Right? So I wanted to dig deeper because it was interesting. But when they say he wrote the playbook, the man was racist. And what I have, what I want to play for you guys, I have audio of him. Now, mind you, this is politics, right? He's getting presidents elected. Okay. And this right here is his playbook. Just listen. Here's how I would approach that issue as a, as a, as a statistician or a political scientist. Or, no, as a psychologist, which I'm not, is, is how abstract you, you handle the race thing. In other words, you start out and yeah, now y'all are quoting me. You start out in 1954 by saying nigger, nigger, nigger. By 1968, you can't say nigger. That hurts your backfire. So you say stuff like uh, force busing, states' rights, and all that stuff. And you get so abstract now, you're talking about cutting taxes and all of these things you're talking about are totally economic things. And the byproduct of them is blacks get hurt worse than whites. And subconsciously, maybe that is part of it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying... That if it is getting that abstract and that coded, uh, that, that we, we're doing away with the racial problem one way or the other. Uh, you follow me? Because obviously sitting around saying uh, we want to cut taxes, we want to cut this, and we want is much more abstract than, than even the busing thing. Uh, and a hell of a lot more abstract than never did. You know. So I, any way you look at it, race is coming on the back burner. Hear that? Yeah, so he's he's providing a tactic, if you will, to mind fuck the people on race and race relations and how to cover it up through politics. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Mm. Now, <laughs> the funny thing about it is when people talk about Ronald Reagan, mm. right. Think about that war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. War on black people. Right. That was the genocide attempt. Keep going. But guess who Guess who had the strategy behind it? Mm-hmm. Your boy. Not my boy. <laughs> it's fucked hard right here that we're talking about. I mean, he was the one who helped get him elected. Right. He just told us the playbook. Right. Yeah. In Republican politics. Yeah. So really what he was saying is... I guess um, the best way to put it is the best way to be racist is to not come off as racist. Right. Right. But we know that. Just have a, just have a racist undertone. Right. Well, right. I think J. Anthony it's Brown. To not let them know that you're racist. Right. I think J. Anthony Brown had his whole segment, hidden racism. He just kind of hide it. We know that. It's, it's 
Yeah. Tale as old as time. I would sing, but I don't feel like it. <laughs> don't don't sing. Don't sing. What you Did you say sing? Yeah, said, Is that what you said? I said sing, and you heard my feelings. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> I didn't feel like you hurting my head tonight. And, <laughs> with Jay, you mentioned um with all of that, you mentioned that you don't feel as though you said only about 35% of Republicans you feel are racist. Yeah. I I don't, I still don't think is, it's the majority of them. I could be naive for that. I just, I just don't. I don't think today, I think motherfuckers are just followers. I really do. I think they're followers for their own gain. Like, I, I can mean, see that. We, we cut the TV on, we read the newspaper. Half of these motherfuckers can't even think for themselves. I don't think they have enough sense to be calculated enough to be a racist. Because I, I do think in 2020, it, it, you just heard it. If you have to have a fucking playbook on how racist you should be or how to manage your, your, your racistness, I know that's not a word, but <laughs> just roll with me. Like, that lets you further know that that shit is way more complicated. There, there's not people, many people who can wear that shit on, them sleeves, on their sleeves. You understand what I'm saying? Like most right. most racists can't hide the fact that they're racist. But the majority of them can't. We get tricked sometimes, but see, because I really think it's about classism, and it's just easier. Racism is easier because you can actually see the color of my skin to know what class you think I should be in. That's why I think they're racist. Maybe not inherently like I just hate all black people, but for the most part, they want to stay ahead, and so therefore to be able to keep their higher class status, they need to keep somebody down. Well, it's a whole lot easier to look at me or you and say, you're this class because of your skin color, rather than somebody who's English, of English descent, and looking at somebody of, who, of Irish descent, you know, you're still, you're, you're still European, you still got pale skin, you might have freckles is the difference, right? So I really think they yeah. are, in, I think they're racist in order to keep that classist to keep that classism going so that they can feel well, like I, they're on top. And you just said it, I, I, but I just think it's the reverse. I think, I think the classism supersedes the racism thing because let's just be honest. I, I work, I'm going to tell y'all a quick story. When the market crashed in what, what was it like? Oh eight, Oh nine. When it was like real bad, I was working in finance and this was like the third or fourth time that I had either been laid off or my company merged and, had a demotion, job change, whatever the case may be. So I was tired. I was like, fuck this. I need to get out of the finance industry because it's too doggy dog. And mm-hmm. that's when I crossed over into healthcare. Um, I was fortunate to work, fortunate enough to be working for like a major medical university, VCU. Shout out to VCU. Let's just call it what it is. Um, and in that role, I was doing audits for the National Committee of Quality Assurance, which is NCQA. They're, they're a Fed company, uh, I mean, a Fed division for the entire country. And I ran across some numbers preparing for an audit that said somewhere upwards of 67% of the Medicare and Medicaid patients just in the state of Virginia, I'm just using this as a pilot, for white people. Mm-hmm. Right. So so in that moment, I kind of had an aha moment. I'm like, OK, so. 
as a minority, we can never be the majority of anything. That's first. Secondly, and Sean, this is all to piggyback on the rationale behind your classism comment. With that being said, there are more poor white people. We have more poor counterparts than we do of our own black and black and brown. The the numbers show it. They don't lie. Right. But we're 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 force fed and and mind fucked into believing that our our races are in such great population of that lower echelon of classism that we actually are it's there there's more of us that are poor than there are of them that are rich and it's just not fucking true it's and, not and then, just like the welfare numbers right yeah the welfare numbers are skewed and we've had this conversation yeah. before like i just think and sean I, I do think you have a valid point i personally just perceive your point the other way around i think the classism piece supersedes the racism piece and they try to use that classism to cover the racism up. Mm. I could be wrong. Maybe that's what you were saying. Maybe that's not what you were saying, but that's that's how I interpret and perceive what you were saying and apply it to this particular conversation. I do think you have a valid point though. I think that classism is what drives Mm -hmm. how they move. Mm -hmm. I just do. And that's why I said I don't think the majority of them are listen man you talk to some of those people, a lot of those people live the same shit that we live right now. They may mm-hmm. be well-off and well-to-do people from right. their paycheck from right. every other week. But them motherfuckers got, they got slow kids. They got sick moms and dads. Did he say they slow got, kids? No, I'm just saying it. Like, like they, they literally have kids with, with medical condition, mental condition, cognitive conditions, the same way that we do. Right. They, they won't tell you that shit because they want you to believe exactly what Sean just said. I'm going to say it again. They want you to believe that your class, based on your race, is mm-hmm. worse than theirs. Right. And it's, it's, it's just not. And that's why I said behind closed doors, these motherfuckers, like, they agree with shit based on a party affiliation. But they know down the line they don't agree with it because it's not beneficial to them. That's that's a lot of times I think that's why we don't we don't get a chance to even reach across the aisle because I do think they have in home fighting. I just do. I think they have a lot of in home fighting, but people won't they won't ever speak against their own household because they're just gonna back their family no matter what. It's that ride right. of my cousin. Like, bitch, I know you wrong, but you can call me when you're wrong because I'm gonna be wrong with you. It's one of those. Oh yeah, we don't have that. I do have a cousin. <laughs> Is a Republican. Oh my gosh. Sean was on the phone the other night. And I, I'm gonna tell you now, my family is not that family that is going to just not call him out on his shit. Right. My Sean, how long did my mom and dad lay Let him me out? tell you, I was worried for Mr. Brown. <laughs> no, 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 his last name isn't Brown. No, no, I'm um, talking about your dad. Over my dad. Yeah, because oh, his, yeah. his his pressure was up. I know I wasn't there, but I could hear that his pressure was up. But wait, here's what's so funny. He had just gotten back from my grandmother's house, and then he called my mom and dad. My grandmother laid him out for a good half hour, 45 minutes. Let me tell you. And every time they say something, he would try to gaslight. Like your cousin was trying to gaslight and flip whatever they said to turn it into negative. I was, I was, I was laughing. Um, 
that household wasn't laughing, but I, it was hilarious to me because I could hear it all. We were heated over yeah. here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, it was bad. And it, wait, the best question was, well, do you know what Antifa <laughs> is? <laughs> oh, sorry. This fool said... And, and somebody should have said, mother. oh, somebody asked him if he knew what Antifa I was? did. I asked the question, do you oh, know okay. what Antifa stands for? He was like, no, but I'm not for big government. What? I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not for... Yeah, he said I'm not... Did he say not for big government or I'm not for... Um, oh, I don't remember. I don't know what he said. He said something that didn't make I any sense. I tried to tune that out. That's yeah. why I'm confused much right like, now. Much like most of the motherfuckers that, that, that align themselves with that party. Keep going. Yeah. I have no Yeah. But, so, I wanted to bring all of that up because I want to talk about something. So, like I said earlier... Every chance the president gets, he's talking about how he has done more for African Americans than any other president. I love the blacks. So he did everything except for to free the slaves, right? <laughs> right. Um, but I got to thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where this whole rabbit hole went went wrong. I, I went, I took a left somewhere that I shouldn't have taken a left. But I'm gonna make this statement. He's not actually wrong when he says he's done more for the black community than any other president. Continue. I heard a pin drop. Look, I heard a pin <laughs> drop. <laughs> I'm listening. Uh, so mm. I, I say that right. Y'all don't hate me. I'm, don't I'm, treat me like we treated my cousin. I'm not, I'm not hating. I'm listening. Now, I'm going to need some rationale, ma'am. Yeah, because you think I've bumped my head, right? I think that the... Because um, I'm probably one of the most vocal people about this president. I am so vocal when it comes to him. But if Hillary Clinton were in office right now, right? Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be talking about Black Lives Matter in terms of the election, right? Mm-hmm. right. The one thing he has done, he has united and energized the Black community against him. Okay. And it's due to his racist rhetoric and platform. That's just it. So when did we ever have that? Honestly, the reason why we didn't have that under Obama and President Obama, and that's just, this is just my opinion. He was one of us, Mm -hmm. right? So all we had to do was just show up to the polls. Mm -hmm. We didn't really have to fight for that. We were going to, we were going to vote him in. Right. And the black vote is powerful. Yeah. Very powerful. So he really didn't have to do anything. But like I just got done showing you that Lee Atwater, he told us that the most effective racism does not sound like racism at all, right? Right. Right. And this to me sounds like the reason that Republicans are able to woo black voters to their side because there are some black Republicans. Oh my goodness. Like my cousin. But not just Republicans. I, I draw a hard line between the Republican Party and Trump supporters, right? Mm -hmm. But there are some black people who are really Trump supporters. And with his behavior and rhetoric and all of that, it's indefensible. Nobody can say anything about it. You cannot defend that. Yeah, you can't. But with all that, he wrote his own playbook. He took that Lee Atwater playbook and completely rewrote it. Right? Mm -hmm. So... When you look at it, he has done more because he's shown a very bright light on the need for um, social and economic justice. When you look at all of that, his playbook, it's really backfiring on him, 
right? Yeah. But it, it was needed. Everybody keeps talking about how 2020 is that reset year, right? Look yeah. at the the economy. Look at what well, I guess nature. <laughs> look at the you know, look at everything. It's a reset year. Yeah. And I don't know who said Sean, was it you who said? Or maybe it was Britta who said revolutions aren't pretty, but they're necessary. They're necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That wasn't me. That was too poignant. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, like, he's still stuck in the 50, 40s and 50s or whatever and can't see past his own narcissism to uh, to understand, Jay, you said one of my points. We are not our ancestors. Not so, enough. as you can see, we have come together along with our allies. Mm-hmm. And we're about to fight the power, for real. Yeah. yeah. Literally literally about to fight the yeah, power. They got people voting yeah. that never voted before. Like, I don't vote, but I'm going to vote now. And, you know, notoriously, Black people, <laughs> I hate to mm-hmm. say it, a lot of times we can't get our stuff Man. together. Nah, we can't. We don't come together for anything but a cookout. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or funeral. I was, or oh, funeral. my God. <laughs> get out my head. Get out my head. But we have come together this year in way, or this whole, the last four years, in ways that I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. And the only person that I can attribute that to that do? is Trump. So when he says that, basically, when I was thinking about it, I was like, let me turn this around on him. So he has done a lot for the African-American community, just not in the way he thinks. Yeah, he's to your point, he's galvanized. That's the fucking be (laughs) way more intuitive with politics and what's going Mm -hmm. on than, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I just, the, the shit is like so frustrating too, because we still fight inner battles and and I hope what I'm what I'm about to say don't piss nobody off because I got some real close family and friends but all of this fucking fake woke shit like I get it and I'm saying Lord. fake woke because you can't sit here and say oh there's no need of voting because it's already written the fucking marketed beast and all of that I I get it we can get as deep in religion as you want to I can I'm all I'm with the shit we can do it however our real time reality right now is we got to get to the fucking polls yes. and we got to we got to start though with fuck this presidential election yeah we got to we got we got to do the yearly and the every other you know, die yearly mm-hmm. elections yeah so that we can we can get thank you for the college <laughs> uh, that was mine for the day yeah we got we we got to get more vigilant and active in those other elections right because your local officials are the ones who are going to help galvanize mm-hmm. the real fucking change mm-hmm. that's necessary like people don't understand the president really doesn't have a lot of fucking power like the tv again i keep saying the same phrase mind fuck right we get mind fucked by the tv and yep. news and media because this simpleton ass motherfucker gets up and, and does that broad stroke ass signature and turns a book around. Right. But it had to pass through hands before he was able to do yes. that. He just can't strike shit up. You know, he needs permission from other people. He needs the permission of the Senate. He needs the permission of Congress. He needs the permission of your local state legislators mm-hmm. and officials before things even get to his desk. And we need to take these elections. We need to take these position appointments and all of that shit more serious 
So don't don't tell me voting doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, because exactly. it, because it does matter. It just can't stop and start start and stop with just the presidential years. election. Well, no, and, not like, at all. To- it would be it would be I dare say I'm going to make this last point yeah. I'll shut up. I dare say it would be more beneficial to vote for every election other than the right. president. Most of the laws that we live under are from the state. So your state, Congress writes, has to pass the laws, the Senate. We got to get those people out. Out. Get them out. We need to get them out. Yes. I, I was going to say, I was on the same page as yeah. you, Sean, because as an example, I'm going to use this as, a, as an example. When you look at the states right now that are really hotbeds for COVID, mm-hmm. they are the states that are going with Trump mm-hmm. and not wanting, not issuing mask right. mandates. Exactly. Look at Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. Florida is so far up Trump's ass, the mm-hmm. governor mm-hmm. of Florida, mm-hmm. that they can't even. I mean, they've opened everything right. up, and even and they know people are still catching it, having these things open, and do not give a damn. It is what it is. Absolutely. Yeah. But then you look at New York, mm. where Governor Cuomo, mm. he shut shit down. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it purposefully. He did it methodically. Mm-hmm. And it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And now, guess what? Now, now the president has COVID. But mm. anyway, and Florida's a hotbed. And the White House, I call that COVID house mm. now. Yeah. But anyway, that was just an example because, like you said, You've got to get on a state level yeah. yeah. because if you don't elect those mayors and the governors and, and your city council, and what about the people, what are they called? Not the A, not the AG. Them too. I guess it yeah. is the AG. Yeah. Because look yeah, at, look at uh, Kentucky. Right. Let's, exactly. let's, let's talk, talk about, about that. Him. Let's talk about yeah, that. If you're listening in, in Kentucky, I'm going to need you to go in and get bitch McConnell out. Vote him yes. out. He sucks. Okay, thank you. Now let let's just talk about two. <laughs> let, let's talk about two the the chain of events that happened before mm-hmm. the president actually nominated that lady, mm. mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor. Right, mm-hmm. that Brianna Taylor mm-hmm. case that took way too long for, for him to do anything. So the AG comes in and says, "Oh, I'm gonna um I'm gonna put somebody or make somebody get in trouble for." shooting the drywall of the white people, but nobody shot Brianna or whoever shot Brianna, it doesn't matter. And whoever shot the drywall up on the black people side, that doesn't matter either. And it, so and it's, and no it's charges. Crazy. It's crazy though. And and I, and I hope I don't piss nobody off saying this, but I don't, I don't even think he thought hard and long enough into saying I'm going to protect the white people through the drywall. I just think it was a, a grab at straws. To basically say, we need to find anything to blame shit on that 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 is not in support of what happened for her to her. Let me tell you what happened, and this is yes, this is my theory, but I'm backing it up. That man is a protege of bitch McConnell. Bitch McConnell just happens to be camera. He is. Yes, not just happens to be. He he just happens to be Trump's bitch, right? Yeah. Right. What happened after that after that whole thing came out? Trump put him on the short list for mm-hmm. the Supreme Court. Because yeah. he's more than just Again, a protege of, of Bitch McConnell, because his name is Bitch McConnell. Go back, but he go back to what I said. He's his son-in-law. 
No, he's not. I don't. I don't think he's the son-in-law. It's no, something. He, I keep seeing that. I keep seeing that she's his grandniece or niece uh, or something. Yeah, I don't tried, know how true tried, that is. But he, he was at the wedding. Family, some kind of. Yeah, family. he was in. He was at the wedding. But but go back to what I said though. It's a, it's a political purpose for him. It's a political thing for him more so than it is him being ignorant. The two of them just happen to fucking go side by side. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's all political gain for him. Like, I, I honestly, this motherfucker doesn't want to be hated by black America. He doesn't want to fucking have to face and answer questions from uh, that are derived from black Twitter or from uh, Meg Thee Stallion's performance. Or, right. He don't, he don't want to have to do that shit. Shout out Meg, too. That, that Man, shit was, that was, was beautiful. That, it was dope. Um, like, he doesn't, he really doesn't want to do that, but he just feels like it's worth it. I guarantee you deep down inside, this whack motherfucker feels like it's worth it because of his his political agenda. I just think he Absolutely. feels like it's going to pay off. But here's my thing. It goes back to the main point that you made, Jay. If people would vote on the local mm-hmm. level, he would never have been AG if they would actually exactly. vote. And here's the sad part. If they voted for him because he was black, you have to do your yeah. homework on ain't these no, people. Ain't nobody in them motherfucker vote for him because he was black. All skin folk and kin folk. Absolutely. Now let's switch over to South Carolina because Lindsey Graham just lost that debate and he lost bad. Okay. Yeah. He lost bad. Let me tell you. When I tell you, Jamie Harrison wiped the floor <laughs> with that nice. man. He wiped the floor with him. So, yes, that's not a local election, but it has to do with South Carolina. The people from, from the your state. state who represent you in the Senate, you need to vote and do your homework. Really? He was down by 17 points. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's tied with Lindsey Graham. Nobody would have ever right. thought that. Mm-hmm. But but people are tuned in, too. Yeah. Right. People are listening. And that that was my other point. That was one of my last points that I was going to make. The one other thing that Trump has done is that he has, he's energized us, as I said, but because we're so energized, white people are listening and our allies are listening Mm -hmm. and our support is growing. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to what I said. He has united us just against him. He he has put, he's definitely put- And his whole agenda. He's definitely put that the whole system under a microscope. People who didn't care before, people who didn't, not that they didn't care. They just didn't know where to start or how to find the information. They're really searching now. They want to know more because they're, they want to know how we got to this point. And so I think that I'm hoping that people are seeing that the change really needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, change is going to come, like the song said. <laughs> yeah. Change is going to come. I, and like I said, this is no longer like our ancestors. Yeah, we We're not going to. We, we've, we've, I hate to say this. We've passed Martin and we're gone. We've gone full Malcolm. Yeah. 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 The revolution will be, televised, will be televised. And it has been. Yeah. Right. It's it's gonna keep on being televised too. Right. And it ain't and it ain't gonna this ain't this ain't about guns. This ain't about the second amendment and this ain't about fighting. But if you want that shit, we with yeah. that shit too. Right, just like the who the proud boys. What the hell they proud of? First, <laughs> first of all, of all and, and the funny thing is, I did we talk about this? I think that um, I think I said because if you go on, Twitter, oh yeah, the first thing I had to do I was to actually look them up. The proud boys are actually an LGBTQ. No, group. they're not. 
So what has happened is yeah, that's a that's a that's a misnomer. That what? Oh, I saw it on Twitter. I saw the page well, on so Twitter. What has happened is the LGBT community, or at least the gay community, has taken that moniker. So they flipped it, and now when you when you hashtag Proud Boys, it's going to show you a bunch of gay people. I got to see one. It was beautiful. A bunch of burly, uh, hairy men in Wonder Woman. I saw that. I thought it was hilarious. I saw that. Yeah, because that night, that very Mm -hmm. night, before, like during the during the debate, Mm -hmm. when he said it, I was like, "Let me go to Twitter," because you know, Black Twitter Mm -hmm. and regular Twitter, they know everything. Mm -hmm. So I looked it up, and the first thing that came up was an LGBTQ. They took it page, and it had been there. It had been there though. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, there is definitely a group, the Proud Boys, that are. A white white supremacist group. I can't even say the word right without getting mad. Um, they are definitely that, but the LGBT community was like, "Nope, you can't have it," and have now are now flooding all social media with those images of gay men. And I'm here it. for it. I love it. I'm I'm all the way here for it. But and shout out shout know, out to those homosexuals too, because that shit is funny. <laughs> Just put the- okay. wait, 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 because that did not come out right. That didn't sound beautiful. Oh, that, didn't ta- that didn't sound like love is love. I'm just- <laughs> no, I'm saying I was trying to be PC. I- homosexuals. Okay. Are those, are those people? I'm done. I mean. No, I was, I was saying shout out to those particular homosexuals oh, because that shit that was, was like really funny. funny. Okay. That was like marketing tools. Okay. We're gonna let you... the, 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 it was great the marketing group of proud boys yes. that are that put the homosexual spin. Let's move on. Where are we going? With <laughs> yeah, let's let's go but forward. I will say this: Trump has also energized. He brought all the races out the woodwork. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, he, he brought them out. I have never like even under President Obama, our forever president. Mm. Yeah, they weren't out like this. No, I think they they were still in the they, closet. They didn't then. have the support. They think they can get away with it because that's what he does. So he said right. it's okay. I'm gonna go ahead and act like that. And a lot of them are learning that it still ain't okay. Yeah, because yep. I mean, let's let's just I mean, in summation, as far as his dumbass, this motherfucker is just a bad leader. Like. Well, we- He's a bad human. Yes, no, he's, he's a, a bad human. But he he is he is, but he's he's more of a bad leader than he is anything. Right? Because how do you bankrupt the damn casino, Jay? Right. Yeah, man, how do you bankrupt the casino? He can start a business. Just, he just can't keep a business. He the the way that he gives people the motivation to be ignorant. The way that he motivates people to be defiant, the way that he motivates people to be chauvinistic and narcissistic, right? Like him. It's because that's that's the, exactly, that's the way that, that's the aura and presence that he carries about himself. That is his true form. That is who he is. Mask? Oh, shit. The president don't even wear a mask. So why the fuck would I wear one? Right. Oh, child, that was another argument with my cousin. My grandmother let him stand outside, got some Lysol, child. Let me just tell you, it was bad. She said, nobody comes in my house without a mask because apparently he wasn't wearing a mask either. And this was the other thing. Y'all know my cousin's black. Yes, sir. He asked me how Trump is racist. 
Well, if, if he had to, if he had to ask you that, then he doesn't. He actually doesn't deserve a response. No, he didn't get one. I mean, I, I just told him. I said, look up all of the discrimination suits that he has settled. Some of them, which he has settled, right. She and shout out to shout out to you, New York. You, did you see today that um, a judge, a, I guess a federal judge, has declined his request to keep his the uh, New York's New York requested to get his taxes mm-hmm. right for mm-hmm. eight years. Mm-hmm. He appealed it, and the judge and shot down the appeal today. Yeah, they overturned That's it. I saw that. Well, no, I, 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 didn't see, I saw the headline about that. But 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 it's beautiful until you know it has to go to the Supreme oh, Court now. Damn. Yeah. Well, why do you think he's trying to stack oh, the Supreme Court definitely. right now? He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to solidify the right wing for the next five, six decades. No, I think he is trying to solidify. He's trying to put them people on there. So when his ass got to go to the Supreme Supreme Court for all the shit that he's got caught doing, because New York is waiting for him to be done being president so they can they, they can serve their warrants. I think he's trying to put some friends but in you, high places. But you, but you know, but you know that you know the beautiful thing about the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. though, is mm-hmm. outside of all of the the political alignment, right? The beautiful part about the Supreme Court is they're only going to prosecute you according to the law, right? So if them if them motherfuckers are black and white with what they're bringing to the table, they ain't going to be able to duck and dodge all of that. I completely understand, but we know that Donald Trump does not make good decisions. But at the end of the day. When he go when he's done with the presidency, because that's the only reason why they didn't prosecute right. him right, and, uh, before in New York. New York is waiting for oh, his I behind, and guess what? The Supreme Court can't touch that, from yeah. what I understand. No, because it's a local statute. Exactly, yeah, it's a local statute. They got him on so there are a lot. He's going to jail. Oh, I hope so. And I, I what I really I, like, I pray he does. Is I would like for him to be walking to Air Force One, and they arrest him on the lawn with all the cameras there. That would make me happy. Me too. That would make me so happy. No, I want them to. I want them to come in on what is it, the twenty first mm-hmm. or the twentieth, mm-hmm. whatever of January. Mm-hmm. I want Joe to throw him out like the freshman. Yes, uh, like they did. Jackie. Like <laughs> and I want. I want the cops to be standing right there with. I am him. all the way here for that. Like they used to. Like they used to throw DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes. Yeah, <gasps> absolutely, definitely. But but really. I just, I can't even think about what I was going to say because I was so happy with that thought. <laughs> and you know what? It don't even matter because that is the perfect segue into putting a pin in this. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm putting the nomination out for us to continue this, this episode. Uh, this will be part one of, of politics and the debate night. And we'll, we'll grace the presence of our listeners with a part two. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. This is, that sounds awesome. Like Cause we got, we got, we got so much more to cover. We have, we have the voting. We've got guests that want to come on and provide some, some insight, um, as to the process and provide some other educational tips and tricks for us to keep in our back pocket to, to stay abreast of what's going on. So there's there's so much to unfold and to unpack. We definitely couldn't do it in one episode, but uh, this is definitely part one. This is I would love, I would love for us to have a black Republican oh. come on oh. that is going to give us information. No, I, I no, really want to know. I feel what you're saying. Why are you voting that way? And but but the caveat, well, you have to stop and 
think before you speak because we don't want to hear what nah, the speaking points that gotta, have been they out gotta, there. They ain't got to think before they uh, speak because we got we got motherfuckers that sharp that's ready to tear and open them a new Well, I, but we don't, don't want think, regurgitation. Pick me, pick me, pick <laughs> me, <think>. pick me. <laughs> you ain't got to think. That's funny. Can, can we end on. on this one last thing that I read today? Mm-hmm. Close us out, E. Did y'all see that do you remember when Melania wasn't at the White House? She hadn't moved in yet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did y'all see why that was? No. no. She was renegotiating her, her oh. prenup. <laughs> Look, I ain't mad Apparently, at her. Like, is that okay. real? Is that real? That's something real? It's in that new book. that that late. Have y'all heard the recordings? I've heard she... some. I've heard some of those recordings. Mm-hmm. Bits and pieces. I've heard yeah. some of those recordings. She's a piece of work. She is just like her husband. Yeah, she like don't man. don't let that that resting bitch face fool you. Yeah, no. Yeah, she she tough. She well, we, we see that she's tough because that motherfucker he don't, he can't control. Yeah, her. Hell, he can't even hold her hand in public. Man, she, but but she is his parrot. If you listen to oh, some yeah, of the she, stuff that was in those recordings, yeah. Well, shit. She also is Michelle Obama's parrot. <laughs> uh, that, <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> Hey, thanks for tuning in, y'all. We're going to close out on that to the parents. Thanks for tuning in. We got another episode. Make sure you follow us. Subscribe to our SSS feed. E, tell them where to find us. At Unmuted Dope is where? On everything. On everything. Y'all already know what it is. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. We appreciate the love. We appreciate the support. Love, peace. Most importantly, stay dope. Talk to y'all soon, family. Peace. Peace.